0: Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. This message is proclaimed daily on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. You can listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you as a podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Watchmen on the Wall on your favorite podcast platform. Watchmen on the Wall daily podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and TuneIn. Watchmen on the Wall daily podcast, another way to reach the world and proclaim that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Over many years, our family has traveled to western Michigan and the quaint little town of Manistee to visit friends. It's always a rewarding time, and even more so in many of those years when we have gone to spend Thanksgiving there. By that time, the Christmas lights are up, stores and homes are decorated, and it is even more pleasant. One year, however, was different. We were right on schedule, but so was an early-in-the-season snowstorm. We had just begun our trek across the state from east to west on Interstate 96 when the first flakes began to fall. Initially, no concern. By the time we reached the middle of the state, however, it was dark and the travel was treacherous. All the more so when a large truck, seemingly with no cares in the world, went whizzing past us, leaving us to seek our way through the swirling snow like a blind person as we were left in its wake. When the blowing snow was not obscuring our vision, and we could see the eastbound traffic, it was not hard to realize that they were no better off than we, as there were many vehicles perched at odd angles, their headlights giving hints of spin-outs, and probably some accidents as well. Our side fared no better. Not one mile was traveled without seeing cars in the ditch down an embankment, or that had an unexpected meeting with another, resulting in a soon-to-be-made insurance claim. It was one of the worst white-knuckle drives I have ever had. It was nothing... However, compared to a very serious whiteout condition on Interstate 78 in Pennsylvania that came like a wall to the traffic and resulted in a large number of cars, trucks, and vans that were conglomerated into a mess of twisted metal, plastic, and broken glass. Actually, there were two storms like that in 2006 and 2016. Memory is better about the second one. Conditions like that make it impossible to get ambulances close enough and quickly enough to make the difference for those who are seriously injured and possibly dying. The news coverage later that evening was difficult to see. One's heart goes out to a family in the middle of something like that. Parental instinct is to do everything possible to help a child in need. But when there is nothing you can do but wait possibly with injuries of your own. It's far above being frustrated. Allow me to change direction for a minute. If I can pull back the curtains that separate us from seeing inside heaven and use a little imagination, we can see the frustrated God of the universe, the Heavenly Father, having a conversation with his son, Jesus. They had observed what had happened in so short a time on planet Earth, and... As we read in Genesis 6, 5 through 6, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually, and it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. It had been total perfection until Satan stuck his nose into things and tempted Eve. If it had stopped there, we don't know what might have happened next. Some theologians speculate that Scripture hints that God might have dealt with Eve separately because she had been beguiled by the serpent, and then God would have provided a new helpmeet for Adam. But he didn't. Eve took of the fruit and ate it, and the Scripture indicates that her eyes were opened. We weren't in the garden then, so we can only go on conjecture. But it might be safe to think she took the fruit to Adam and said, Look, love, this is really good. Have one. What did you do? You can hear him nearly shout the question, totally in shock that she had done it, and remembering that the Lord God told them that if they ate of it, they would die. Now what? Surely Adam had come to love Eve. We have no way to figure out how long they had been in their garden home, but it might be safe to think that it was not an extremely long time. The thoughts racing through Adam's brain, fear certainly being at the top of the list. We can hear Adam stuttering, but but, but why? why, now what, oh, what have you done? Look, she surely said, nothing happened to me, I'm still alive. It's all right. Take one. Try it. It's really sweet. It might be the best fruit in the whole garden. The discussion surely raged for a while before Adam, maybe because he feared what would happen to Eve, and seeing that nothing had happened to her so far, thought if he ate it, they would be able to stay together and enjoy the future as man and wife in the garden. Simply put, He loved her and may well have feared the future alone but it didn't work out that way in short order after Adam took the fruit both of them were expelled from the garden they needed clothing for the first time and began to age and ultimately they died today we can look forward to the same end Romans 5.12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We don't know if there were any fatalities along Michigan's I-96, but we know that there are traffic fatalities every day somewhere. One day, one of them may affect someone close to us, or even closer to you. At the most basic level, since death is a certainty, we need to be prepared to get around it, so to speak. No one enters heaven without a pass. It's not free entry. The pass was provided through the shed blood of Jesus, and anyone who asks will freely receive the saving grace needed to forgive his sin and provide the path to heaven when this life is finally over. Listening friend, if you have never asked Jesus to save you, do so now. Then contact us for help in getting a better understanding of what Jesus did for you personally when he died on the cross. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin.